Hi guys, welcome back to the Read to Me podcast. I'm Miss Busen, and today is April 25th, 2020. We left off when Bat and his sister named the baby kit Thor, and Bat was really eager to take care of the little baby kit. So we'll see how he does that in the next couple chapters. Today I'm going to read chapters 15 and 16. Chapter 15, Dr. Jerry Dragu. Later in his room when he was supposed to be sleeping, Bat climbed out of bed and pulled his animal encyclopedia from the shelf. He flipped to the S section and found the page labeled skunk. At the top of the page was a glossy picture of a large black and white skunk nosing along a patch of dirt. In the background of the picture were hundreds of white and yellow daisies. Below the picture were a bunch of questions and answers about skunks. Why do skunks spray? Skunks spray an oily liquid from glands underneath their tails as a defense. Their spray doesn't cause any real damage, but boy, it is stinky. A skunk smell can be detected by a human from a mile away. Where do skunks live? Skunks can make many places their home, abandoned burrows constructed by other animals, a hollow log, even underneath your house. What are skunks predators? Lots of mammals, including red foxes, coyotes, and domestic dogs will attack a skunk if they get hungry enough though only as a last resort because it's difficult to attack a skunk without a smelly reminder of it. But aerial predators, large birds like owls, don't care so much about the scent. For one thing, it's hard for a skunk to spray at an attacker from the sky. For another, many birds of prey have little to no sense of smell. Finally, Bat got to the last and most important question. Do skunks make good pets? Skunks are wild animals, and wild animals belong in the wild. But according to the world skunk expert, Dr. Jerry Dragu, head of the Dragu Institute for the Betterment of Skunks and Skunk Reputations, while skunks in general do not make good pets, what makes a good pet is a good pet caretaker. Bat closed the book. He put it back on the shelf right where he always put it, next to his Lego pyramid. Dr. Jerry Dragu, world skunk expert. Bat liked that name. He liked doctors because they usually knew lots of useful things. He liked the name Jerry because it was the same as that funny mouth in the old cartoons, the one who always outsmarted that cat. And Dragu reminded him of Dragon. Of course, there was probably no such thing as dragons, but there might be. Dr. Jerry Dragu, that was someone Bat would like to meet. Chapter 16, A Correspondence The next day, when it was time for recess, Israel stopped at Bat's desk instead of going outside with the rest of the class and asked, Hey Bat! Do you want to play Foursquare or something? No, said Bat. He was still sitting at his desk. Do... No, you don't want to play Foursquare? No, I don't want to play anything, Bat answered. All the other kids had left the classroom, and Bat really wanted Israel to leave too, so that he could talk to Mr. Grayson in private. But Israel kept standing there like he was waiting for something. Well, do you want to go outside and just not play anything? No, said Bat. I don't. Israel stood next to the desk for a moment longer, sort of smiling like he was waiting for Bat to say something more. But what could he be waiting for Bat to say? In his head, Bat ran through the list of things that he was supposed to remember to say to people. Excuse me, I'm sorry, please, may I, thank you. Thank you, Bat said. Uh, okay, said Israel, and he shrugged. And then finally, he left. After Israel was gone, Bat went up to Mr. Grayson's desk. Mr. Grayson had a stack of their current event assignments in front of him, and he was making comments on each one in a green felt-tipped pen. Mr. Grayson, Bat said, I need your help. 
Mr. Grayson put the cap on his pen and set it down. I'm all ears, he said. That was a funny expression, and for a second Bat pictured Mr. Grayson made entirely of ears, with ears for eyes and an ear for a nose and two tiny rows of little ears for teeth. Well, said Bat, let me tell you about Thor. And then Bat told Mr. Grayson everything about the skunk kit, about how mom had brought him home after his mother had died, about he drank how he drank puppy formula because there's no skunk formula, about how he went to the bathroom and how he needed to eat every two hours, and how when mom first brought him home, he was almost all pink, but now his black fur was starting to grow in, and most of all, how Bat loved him. He sounds pretty great, Mr. Grayson said. Yes, said Bat. He is more than pretty great. He is all the way great. So how can I help you, Bat? There's a world skunk expert named Dr. Jerry Dragu, and I want to ask his advice about something. It's important. Okay, said Mr. Grayson. He pushed a stack of papers to one side and pulled his laptop from his satchel. He opened it and logged on. That was one of the great things about Mr. Grayson. If you said you needed help, he just helped without a lot of annoying questions. There's only one Dr. Jerry Dragu, said Mr. Grayson. He's a professor at a university. We can write him an email if you want. That's his email address right there. Could it really be this easy? Could Bat really just write to the skunk expert? Bat liked to send emails. He sent emails every month to his grandmother who lived in Idaho because he hated talking on the phone. Emails gave you time to think. Okay, said Bat. What do you want it to say? I can type for you. Mr. Grayson clicked on his email icon and typed the address. Uh, that's all right, said Bat. I like to type. Mr. Grayson let Bat sit in his chair. Bat typed, Dear Dr. Jerry Dragoo. Mr. Grayson said, You can just write Dear Dr. Dragoo. People don't usually write a person's first and last name when they start a letter. People don't usually have a name as cool as Dr. Jerry Dragoo, Bat said. Mr. Grayson laughed. Can't argue with that. Bat continued, My mom brought home a baby skunk. She is a vet and she had to help him because help him be born. His mother died, but she didn't have any diseases and neither does he. His name is Thor. I want to keep him as a pet because I know I can be a good pet caretaker. Even if I can't keep him forever, I want to at least keep him until he goes back home to the wild, not give him to the skunk rescue people. Please write back and say I can so I can tell my mom that a world skunk expert says yes, then she will probably let me keep him. Is that okay? Bat asked. Mr. Grayson didn't answer right away, so Bat turned to look at him. Mr. Grayson's face was squinched up like he was trying not to laugh. Or maybe he was going to cry? Uh, Mr. Grayson? Bat asked. What's wrong? Nothing is wrong, Bat. That's a very nice email. I will be interested to hear what Dr. Dragoo says. Me too, said Bat. At the end of the email, he typed, Sincerely, Bigsby Alexander Tam. In parentheses, people call me Bat. Okay, we're going to stop there. We will see if Dr. Jerry Dragoo responds to Bat and what he says about Bat being able to keep the skunk. Join me next time and we will read chapters 17 and 18. Bye-bye.